Well, perhaps like me, you are getting the urge as we see the leaves starting to change color around us. It makes me think of all the trips that I have made in the fall time, starting in Prescott, Wisconsin, and going all the way along the river down to La Crosse. I hope you get a chance to do something like that this fall. And of course, the better side is the Wisconsin side. Let's just get that out there. Because right in the middle of that trip is a town called Nelson. And they have a cheese factory and tubs of ice cream. And their ice cream cones, if you ask for one scoop, it's about this tall. It's very generous portion. So let's do something like that this fall. It's so important to get out, to enjoy the beauty of this creation, and just to allow that to lift up our hearts. I just want to take a moment to welcome any visitors that may be with us here tonight. God bless you. We always love having you join us, and we hope you'll come back another time. Let's begin with a Hail Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And last time, let's again do something else together. Jesus, I take everything that is difficult in my life and everything that I see in the world, and I bring it all to your blessed cross together. Jesus, I take everything that is difficult in my life and everything that I see in the world, and I bring it all to your blessed cross. Amen. Our gospel today is about two simple words. Two very extremely important words. Yes and no. Yes and no. And there's many situations in our life where these words do not have much significance. But when we look at them in relation to salvation, to our eternal destiny, to the way that you and I respond to God as to following his commandments, following the way of Christ, these two words take on a profound significance. In fact, we can see the history of salvation very simply around those two words. The no of Eve and the yes of Mary. The no of Adam and the yes of Christ. 
And there's a beautiful homily of St. Bernard of Clairvaux that reflects on the significance of the response of Mary to God in the Annunciation. And just to allow this to really impact how we see this, I just want to read a couple lines. You have heard, O Virgin, that you will conceive and bear a son. You have heard that it will not be by man, but by the Holy Spirit. The angel awaits an answer. It is time for the angel to return to God who sent him. We too are waiting, O lady, for your word of compassion, for the sentence of condemnation weighs so heavy upon us. The price of our salvation is offered to you. We shall be set free at once if you consent. In the eternal word of God, we all came to be, and behold, we die. In your brief response, we are to be remade in order to be called to life. Tearful Adam, with sorrow with his family, begs this of you, O loving virgin. Abraham begs it. David begs it. All the patriarchs and ancestors ask this of you. This is what the whole world awaits for, prostrate at your feet. For on your word depends comfort for the wretched, ransom to captives, freedom for the condemned, indeed salvation for all the children of Adam, the whole of your race. Answer quickly, O Virgin Mary. Woe. The whole history of salvation hinged on how a person responded to God. Let's just take a moment to allow this to really go deep. Your future and mine, even how the rest of this day will go and how next week will unfold, will depend on whether you and I say yes or no to God. Do we realize this? The history of the world is the accumulative effect of these two words. The darkness and an evil in the world is because of all the no's to God that have been said and the good that there is in the world, the good that you and I know, the good around us, the good that can come through us will depend upon whether we say yes to God. This is amazing. This is what the gospel and that first reading are trying to tell us. And perhaps like me, as you have grown through the years, 
I remember when I realized (laughs) that it wasn't just a matter of knowledge. Because I knew growing up from my parents, from hearing the gospels read at church, I grew to understand what was good and evil, what was right and wrong. But I began to realize that the root of the problem was deeper in my heart, that it was more than just a matter of knowing. There was something wounded in my will, in my capacity to choose and make the right choices. I needed something beyond just my human strength. Otherwise, I often found myself saying no to God, hurting myself, hurting my family, hurting the people around me. So much hinges on whether we say yes or no. Now the good news of this gospel goes even farther. That even though you and I may have said no, and maybe some rather big ones, that have left behind a lot of pain and hurt and other consequences, we do not have to be defined by our past. We can bring all of that. And in fact, the Lord invites us to bring our past and whatever consequences that our choices have left behind. He wants us to bring all of that to the foot of that blessed cross, to bring it all and to place it in His mercy. I remember things that I did in high school, some of the classmates that I teased, that I bullied. And even to this day, I see their faces. And I I have sorrow in my heart for the pain that I caused them, that may have even caused them to limp into their adult life. Wounds in which they are now stuck because of what I did and which I now regret. But I believe with you in the power of Jesus Christ to redeem all things, the power of Jesus to heal everything. And the same mercy shown to me can be shown to anyone. And so with confidence, we can pray for the people in the past. Wherever they are, God knows. And God has ways of reaching into the deepest recesses of every heart. Are we willing to leave the past with God? 
Or are we going to continue to beat ourselves up? Are we going to continue to wallow in regret and shame? Does that do any good? Of course, the answer is no. (laughs) But we still try to do it anyway. Tonight, let us believe that there is mercy. In the confessions I heard this afternoon, so many no's were changed into yeses. So many people downcast were lifted up to make a new beginning. Are we willing to bring everything to Jesus Christ and let him make things right to help us to make amends for things in the past to make those apologies if we need to to write those letters or make those phone calls but are we willing to let God guide that to let God take care of the past so that we can be at peace that we can let it go. We can let it all be redeemed in Christ. This is the hope that we can leave here with tonight. This is the mercy in which you and I can always trust. Amen.